Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. Alongside me, Devin, how you doing today? Amazing. Why'd you have to lean in and tell us that? I just wanted to add on to the emphasis of it, just so you know. Look at that. I didn't come on here with the little flashy glasses and all that. We just keeping it straight to the basics. You know, all the celebration is gone. All the fireworks, all the good, good stuff. The nasty champagne, it's all put up now for the next time. For the next time. You know what? To be honest, I, I got nothing to say to you anymore. I've been yelled. I didn't fought. I didn't stressed. Look at that. We won. We I won went to, no, you didn't win. No, no. <laughs> don't 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 start this back up. My blood pressure already low. Let's not let's let's not do this. <laughs> but look, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. But we gotta we gotta get into some some more news about a certain someone, and that man is Vince. McMahon. Now, Vince McMahon, we thought the hush money was only going to be around what three million, they said. But three million actually turned into 16. So when you're looking at this, it was an alleged three million dollar hush money pact that Vince McMahon had with a former subordinate. So I said the reason that they covered the story is because this is a governance issue. They said we write it to investors. So when you're the, the board of directors is investigating something like this, it's pretty interesting. So in saying that, they said that businessman relationship and the paralegal, quote unquote, who what she was supposed to be, it said that it was consensual and that they started hearing about other issues that were not. So saying so all the inside stuff, there's a bunch of sexual assault allegations on Vince McMahon. He says that the power dynamics when you're doing something you don't want to do, but you feel like you have to because you want to keep your job can be dangerous for other subordinates and that public companies have taken stances against a lot of not allowing those actions to be swept under the rug. So Devin in saying that they're trying to get Vince McMahon out of here. What's your thoughts on that? Um, it's 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 uh it's nasty. I mean, it's just like how you hear one thing, and then you find out, oh, it's also for other, you know, ones also. Yeah, he need to get up out of it. I mean, either that, he don't need to be strutting himself on TV every other week. 
that helps because not with all this going on. But um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I say, um, I know he started the whole thing. That's our whole childhood that he, you know, put together for us. But at the end of the day, yeah, <laughs> it's not much I can really say on that one for him. Oh, uh, so three million turns into twelve million. Sad to say. So, and it was said it was paid to four women that were formerly affiliated with WWE. So that's, it, it gets, it gets worse. It gets worse when the story goes on because it said the large, the largest uncovered sum of money was paid out. That was paid out was $7.5 million settlement to a former WWE wrestler who claimed that this man coerced her into giving him oral sex and then demoting her ultimately, and then declining and so it pretty much declines to renew her contract in 2005. So he coerced her into doing something and then demoted her and then declined to renew her her contract in 2005 after she resisted further sexual encounters. So she pretty much got released. And they said the wrestler and her attorney approached Mr. McMahon in 2018 and they negotiated the $7.5 million payment in return for her silence. So she did not come out because she was paid $7.5 $7.5 million. And in another previous unreported deal, a WWE contractor presented the company with unsolicited nude photos of Vince McMahon. You dirty, dirty old man. And then it, she reported receiving from him allegedly and that he had sexual, sexually harassed her on the job. And so she ended up getting paid a million dollars in the settlement. Devin, it just gets worse and worse as we go on. I'm not going to explain no more. But in saying this, I know you said he built our childhood. You really think Vince McMahon is going to get out of here? He needs to. He's going to be doing nasty stuff like that at his age. I'm also just saying. True. I'm just saying. Nobody should be going through that to be paid to not say nothing. Like, that's somebody's whole life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, not laughing at the situation, but just this, no. Oh, uh, I agree. And it's sad. It's sad because, and it's sad to say because when we think about this man, at least, you know, probably three weeks ago before all this came out, it was kind of more like, dang, this man's getting up in age. Like, what are we going to do when, you know, he's gone? Like, you know, that's what everybody thought about. You know, what about his legacy? He's going to be, he was having a Netflix special that everybody was really hoping to see, you know, stuff like that. Just to find out, He's he's not what you think he is, and obviously that's rule number one: don't meet your heroes. He's not my hero, obviously. Like, but like he wasn't one of my heroes. He was just somebody that you know you've seen your whole childhood. He made this, you know. So to see him go down, and this time it looks like it's gonna be for good. They tried to get him down that steroid trial, but he beat the case. So you know it was just crazy things like that, but. No, this man, yeah, he, you got to get up out of there. I don't want Stephanie running it. Hopefully Hunter could probably tap on Stephanie's shoulder like, hey, I got this. Like, you know, like, watch out. But, yeah, I'd rather, I don't know. It's getting, it looks like it's just getting worse. Let me take over. Uh, hey. <laughs> now, like, now if, all, now if we see Austin Theory just pinning freaking, pinning Roman Reigns 24-7, then I'll be like, all right. Maybe maybe we need to think seven. about something else. 
Yeah, that's why I said that's why I said we need to think about something else. That would be something crazy. But Devin, we gotta speaking about thinking about something else. This is gonna be another crazy topic. The Heel Turn Podcast. For those that don't know, there's a women's wrestler, Jordan Grace. She went on Twitter. She mainly wrestles wrestles for impact. She made a she made a, a comment about a certain what is my screen okay? Uh, I'm like everything looks fine over here. My oh, my screen went black. Hey, now I'm back, and now I'm back. All right, <laughs> so I'm sorry. My, like my whole screen just like went pitch black. I ain't I couldn't see anything. But man, that scared the crap out of me. But Jordan Grace went on Twitter on July 6th. She said, this is going to be the coldest take I ever tweet on this app. I already know y'all going to be mad. I don't think Chris Benoit could 100% hang with most of the present day wrestlers. He would just not be able to remember matches. Also, may he burn in hell. Amen. So, Devin, before we get any further, your thoughts on her tweet. I mean, that is a pretty uh, out there take. Um, <laughs> when I seen it, I just was like, that's not something I would have thought like, hey, let me see, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's, I would put it like this. I say it's hard because obviously you can't hide what happened. But um, the only part I probably would disagree on is just him hanging with superstars today i feel like he would have but um that's that's the furthest that's the most i can get out of that <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with the world like i yeah i disagree with everything she said like it was what she said was stupid like i, I just that just didn't make sense to me so with that being said i disagree and mainly because chris ben wall is a cra- was a crazy technical wrestler, and I'm not praising this man because he's an evil, evil human being. And so even uh, Guerrero, I believe it was Chavo, Chavo Guerrero said, uh, I think Jordan Grace just lost a lot of wrestling credibility with some of her comments, which is true. Which is true because it didn't make any sense. Now, granted, she did raise $5,000 of her own money to start a campaign for it was a fundraiser that it was pretty much to benefit the concussion legacy foundation. And it was also through a faith, through a FaceTime with David Benoit. And she also spoke with Chavo Guerrero or Chris Jericho about the matter because they were close to Benoit. So she raised all this money. Devin, your thoughts on what she did and pretty much the whole thing in general, because she did get a lot of, a lot of backlash for this. Yeah. So, uh, for her to do that, though, out of all of that from that take, I mean, that, you know, that that's a great, uh, just out of all of that craziness, that is a bit, you know, slice of something that we pay for for other uh, people. But, um, yes, the whole thing is just, I personally wouldn't have woke up that morning and tweeted that out, but she did, so... Yeah, it's look, uh, look, I'll 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 be honest. I can watch I can watch his matches. 
I can watch. I can watch his matches. I'm not gonna. I just don't look for him. Like if yes. it's on a program and it just happens to pop up, okay. But just no, I'm not going. Oh, let me actually look up this match. I, I don't. Yeah, but that's I, the I, thing. That's the thing. A lot of people will say when you're at a cookout, you'll hear some music from some people that are technically so and so. Let's say canceled for the for for the for, for radio. We there's people. Singers, rappers that are canceled, you still hear their songs at cookouts. We, you still dance to that music. You still do all that crazy stuff. You're not looking for it. You're not typing it up on YouTube. Oh, okay, we gotta play this because this is the go-to music. It's the same with said wrestler. You're not looking for said wrestler. You're not looking up said wrestler's 10 greatest matches of all time. No. You're watching a program. You're watching... Uh, a SummerSlam of 05. You're watching WrestleMania, was it 20? You're watching WrestleMania 20. Stuff like that. It's no praise to the, it's not, it's no praise to said human. Cause said human sucks. And said human doesn't deserve no type of credibility whatsoever. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean because you watch said matches, said match. Doesn't make you crazy. Doesn't make you a freaking crazy human being. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Does that make sense, Devin? You agree with me it's to an extent? No, yeah, I get what you're saying. Because, yeah, I'm not going to just, like, see you watching and just throw a shoe at you. Like, it's unless exactly. I see going through a whole marathon of it, then I might just go, like, art. Exactly. Now, let's get into more civil matters. Without Let's do this calmly. Let's not get heated over this, okay? Let's try. Let's try to. Let's try to remain calm. The Heel Turn Podcast. One person who didn't remain calm was Natalia. Natalia, during her triple threat match with Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan hit Natalia with her finishing move, and Liv Morgan pretty much won the match. Natalia rolled up. Yeah, pretty much won the magic. Like I was gonna say something, but I I just had to be I had to be civil. Matter of fact, Devin, what the hell was that? Well, let's start with the facts here. Had a good old triple threat match, and a uh, little Morgan, you know, your current WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, won the match with her finishing move, Oblivion, on Natalia. And after that, I am not sure. Cause you was like, really? she pretty much won. Well, she, you know what? You're right. You're right. Let's 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 be civil. Let's be civil. I don't, you know. Um, yeah, I really don't know what was going on there. You know, I my when I first saw it, I was like, well, dang, she just gonna no sell her finish like that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, to to alliterate to to reiterate that. Yeah. Uh, Natalia when she got hit with the oblivion, got pinned one two three, and then just no sold her finisher. Just got up, pointed something at Liv Morgan, and then just rolled out the ring. And also, did you hear that audio? Yeah, beautiful, I did. Beautiful. Cool, cool. I great just... radio, great radio. Okay, cool. <laughs> but um, I, I, you know, it's hard to. It's, I don't know. It's, when I first saw it, I was like, look, more ammunition for Isaiah's man. Yeah. Hey, you know, like why we just can't have just smooth sailing. Like it always got to be some type of turbulence. I mean, that's flying. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I. <laughs> hey man, you pissed off Natalia. You know how hard it is. To piss off Natalia, 
What you? How hard? No, I'm just playing. I mean, look, I say, you know how hard it is to piss off Natalia? She the 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 locker room leader. She be hollering at people in the crowd all day. <laughs> That's the crowd. She hollering at Liv. She said, "You shut up!" and rolled out the ring. That's what she said. We don't know. I don't know. She could have been saying something nice. She probably been saying, "Get a new finisher, man." <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. If somebody's ever pointing at you when they say something nice about you, it ain't nice. If somebody pointing at you and they got to say it, when has somebody ever pointing at you and said something? Izzy, nice? I like your hairband. It's a good hairband, man. Keep it on your head. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like I. I don't like this. See. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, it's tough. I'm. I'm hoping that everything. Because I don't need any more controversy. It's going to add some more rocks to be thrown at me. Look, well, I'm being all self-centered. I don't even care about them. I'm talking about me. <laughs> well, according to Dave Meltzer, there was an issue, and it had nothing to do with Liv Morgan at all. He said that while Natalia was mad, there was no issues between them. Even though Ronda Rousey was involved in the match, she wasn't mentioned during Meltzer's explanation. Obviously, Natalia was, you know, saying slow news day and all that, you know, de- denying the news, but celebrities be lying. So, oh, Devin, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's just, that's just automatically what, what I think. But, uh, Devin, just your thoughts on the issue. Honestly, let's just hope everything goes smooth on SmackDown tomorrow. <laughs> but on the plus side, though, in that triple threat, Liv Morgan did win. So, I mean, I mean, I mean... It ain't, it ain't it ain't really that, you know, it ain't that bummy to me, you know. It is what it is. You know, good old yin yang. Can't have some good without a little bad. Thank you. Hope Thank you for that. That's 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 title. what that's what we need. Liv Morgan's gonna need this for her what 20-something day title reign that she's gonna have. If she beat if she beats Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam, clean. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I, I do what a backflip. What you gonna do, brother? I'll record, I'll record myself doing a whole backflip. Cause I, number one, I can't do it, and number two, neither can Liv Morgan. Can't and, that, and then that in that sense, beat Ronda Rousey, not clean and not by herself. If she beat Ronda Rousey clean by herself, Devin, and I don't I'll like do. Ronda Rousey, and I'm not I'm trying to get angry right now. I'm gonna do a front flip. You wanna know why? Because. I know it could possibly happen, and I could do a front flip. So, good plan. I'd be looking like Kevin Owens out here. <laughs> you know what? I got nothing. I got. You know what? Let's go to let's go to our Twitter poll. Let's go to our Twitter poll real fast. We sent out a Twitter poll five hours ago. Thank you to everybody who voted. Thank you for everybody that's continuing to vote because it'll be still up for another eighteen hours. Will Mandy Rose be this dominant on the main roster? Of course. I should have been hell no. That's what I should have put. But put it to no way. Kept it PG. We'll talk about that in a minute too. But Devin, what do you think the results were? I want to say that people said no. People said no. You would be, you would be correct. Sixty percent of the voters said no. I'm so used to hearing that. I said no. No, I would. Got jokes, me being correct. Oh no, I don't. I feel like that is untrue. Because it was a it was a tie last episode because we both lost. 
Just, just throwing it out there. Just definitely throwing that out there. The Heel Turn Podcast. So in saying that, Devin, it just news broke out this morning. Well, probably not even this morning. I think a couple hours ago, maybe five, six hours ago. Raw, Monday Night Raw dropped the PG rating. It is moving up. It is upgrading to that TV 14. Devin, your thoughts? It's crazy. It's been about, I know it might sound like a nerd. It's been about 14 years, ladies and gentlemen, that we've been in this PG era. That's almost the majority of me capturing WWE when I can actually recall what's going on, put it that way. But yes, I... I don't know. It's tough. I don't. I don't feel like we're gonna see a drastic, drastic change. I mean, we're still obviously in 2022. We're not in 1998, obviously anymore. So even with a 14 uh, rating, you still ain't gonna see maybe the amount of stuff you've seen back in the past. But they will probably have more leeway to kind of push, you know, for more different. Uh, I don't. You know, I'm hoping it's not. It pushes the, the envelope in a good direction, not a direction where I'm like, yeah, that's too much. We don't need that. You know, like in ring, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I didn't want to bring up the, you know, I don't want another, you know, edge and leader, you know, type of thing. I don't need Okay, that. okay, I got you. I got you. I'm a, I, I got you. You think there'll be a whole lot of cussing? I believe so. You, you think we'll be seeing divas? I don't think so. Well, we you all now at this very moment? Hell no, hell no. This victory. That's the last thing they need to think thing. of. So, like I said, I just yeah, it's just gonna be a more. You think it'll be raunchier? I don't. I don't think so. It don't need to be. All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> I was like, it got to be TV fourteen for a reason. So I, think, I mean, I just feel like it can help with some people's dialogue, you know, like I always feel like with a Bobby Lashley promo, I'm like, he could at least insert just one curse word in there. Like, it's just, you know what? I like that. I like that. You actually have a great point because it, it will helps, help with it. Yeah, the aggression a bit like that's, you know, somebody really mad. They can actually, you know, go further into a badder dictionary and amplify it that way instead of, you know, having to say the same thing. I will beat you up in that, you know, just. So instead, I like that. I like that. So giving giving wrestlers more leeway, you know, making sure they're not sticking to the script 24-7. So um, news broke out that Roderick Strong's beaten up and tired, and he's still asking for his release from the WWE. Devin, real quick, your thoughts on it. I ain't trying to be funny. That's some sad stuff. Because every time I see every week, he's just literally going nowhere. It's He's doing nothing. So for him to be constantly still wanting to get out of there and just, that's sad, really. Uh, like, you know, I don't even, that's, dang, I almost feel like wanting to go in there and break him out. Like, man, let my dude go. Let Roddy yeah. go. And he like, what, 37, 30? He older, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's just only getting older doing nothing in NXT. I can see if he was on SmackDown. I'm like, well, it's possibility, you know, something could happen. Some cars could get shuffled. Maybe he get on a nice run, but you're in NXT. Like, <laughs> you don't really need to be there for one. And two, <laughs> they're not doing nothing with you. You're not. He's not in the North American picture. He's not in the NXT championship picture. He's just with the Creed brothers just fussing at them, looking. He really looks ridiculous right now. Like, that's... <laughs> 
you know, for him to want to leave and how he's been looking on TV, that's that's sad. Uh, um, another. I mean, I what, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'm sorry. What was you gonna say? No, I'm like I, I get what contracts and stuff, but still, like it's that's not even, that's not right. The heel turn podcast. No, it definitely makes this another of uh, another thing. Well, thought that was gonna be all right, but it, I don't know. We don't. We don't know. We still don't know. Where I'm talking about Big E, and I'm dancing around this because news broke out that he was talking about his in ring return. He had a broken neck in March on Devin's birthday, March 11th. He was taking an overhead belly to belly suplex at ringside from Ridge Holland. Also, uh, let me just. Dropped it in here. Ridge Holland sent Big E a big package of red meat, you know, as a way to apologize to him. He said he doesn't eat red meat and gave it to friends. You know, Big E said he don't eat red meat, so he kind of, you know, distributed it to his friends. But he said that's what Ridge Holland did to apologize. But he said he holds no ill will. Your thoughts on that real fast? Okay, you know, like somebody sent me some red meat and I don't eat it, then... <laughs> yeah. I'm sending it right back. <laughs> like, I'm gonna do with this, but um, uh, you you want me to comment? Oh, oh, oh! I mean, it's good um that you know it's no you know issue or animosity in terms of that. Like accidents happen, and yeah. like I said, it was a horrible accident. But like I said, I'm glad that you know it's not like he's like you know I hate you. You did this. You know, it's no room for that really. I mean. Everything is too short to be holding that, especially like, you know, it's not intentional or you would hope it's not, you know, you don't want anybody to want to just do that to you. But no, I'm glad that they're on the terms and everything. Uh, the last thing Biggie says is I'm doing really well. I can live my life pretty normal, but my neck is not in a position where I should be ramming my head against other things, you know, especially immovable objects right now. He says, so wrestling doesn't make sense right now. So I have to wait for that, you know, for the to to form and some something ossify. Wait for that to ossify. He said to form bone and to heal. But man, I feel great. I don't have any nerve issues. Don't have any weaknesses. Don't have any atrophy. I got real lucky because it could have been a lot worse. And so he says he would be at peace if he wouldn't wrestle again. Devin, your thoughts on that? Man. Um, first and foremost, I'm like, I'm so happy that he's fine. Like, he don't have any pain going, you know, nothing lingering. Really happy for that, man, because that was some gruesome stuff. But if he never wrestled again and he's at peace, uh, I mean, he's had a really solid career so far, though, if you think. I mean, just, I think, what, seven-time tag team champion or something like that, I think. Yep. Two I'm IC champion, WWE champion, Money in the Bank winner, and he part—he was part of one of the, the greatest tag teams ever. I mean, uh, I would hate—I would absolutely hate to see like if that would be the last of Biggie in the ring. But I mean, obviously, if he can do it, the time is right, his body's ready for it, then you know we're, we'll all be ready for that. But if that's the case, and like I said, I think he does have a solid career he can look back on. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And it's sad, it's sad that we're even talking about this to begin with because, like, man, this dude, he was on a, like, he was pretty much on a roll 
And obviously he got dropped down a little bit after he lost the WWE championship, but still like he was, we, he was going to be great even with, with or without the new day, he was going to make a name for himself. And so even though he was beating the brakes out of Bobby Lashley, then got the Kofi Kingston treatment of getting F5 off of a, out of a championship, you know, it's sad, but he was going to hold another IC belt. You know, he was going to hold another IC title. He was probably maybe one day even going to win a Royal Rumble. You know, Big E had a lot of potential. He could have won a lot of places. And he had a lot of people behind him, you know, backstage and in us and fans. So that's just, that's just something that's just incredible in itself. But Devin, we got to run through these heel turns real fast. The Heel Turn Podcast. Because the heel turn I have, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy now. Because the heel turns I have for you, Eddie Guerrero turning on Rey Mysterio. Which one was worse? Eddie Guerrero turning on Rey Mysterio or Batista turning on Rey Mysterio? Batista turning on Rey Mysterio, bragging rights 2009. That only takes us to Eddie Guerrero turning on Rey Mysterio. Now you want to talk about childhood trauma. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not giving out free promo here. We are not giving out free promo here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here you go. <laughs> Devin, which heel turn was crazier to you and why? Oh, crazy, you see? Okay, 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 okay. How about this, how about this? Um, Dang. And when I say crazy, what was the, which one was the best to you? Who? Because there's a lot that goes in between the two. If you yeah. remember the storylines, we'll get into them as we explain our answers. I am going to go to the part of my brain that is just a bit more just around a certain heel turn. I'm going to go with the Batista one. Not saying that it was crazier, but I will say you know, it was tough seeing that, like, it just seemed like they look brother, younger brother type of, not, not saying like, cause you could be an older brother and be shorter, obviously, but it just felt like the way we're as a tandem and he's like, you're supposed to be my friend. You know, you're looking at Batista, like, I'm stereo like that. Like, don't do Greg Kylie or somebody like that. But um, the only reason why I'm going to look at Batista's like that, because I how Batista's heel turn allow for things he's done he can take that and go yeah i meant to do that you know I, what you gotta look when he did that and turned into it that 2009 how that led into his feud with john cena for instance and how he was able to take away at SummerSlam from the previous year when he was like well that's why i broke your neck well that didn't he didn't actually intentionally do it but now that he had to he could always bring it up like this time i was in the ring with you and i just felt like uh, for him at that time, he was able to just finally be like, y'all ain't appreciate me. You know, I've been doing everything, all, you know, the right way all this time. You know, he got the little nose piercing and everything. Came out with no no light. He just became all full of himself. And maybe that's just the hill turn. I just remember the, that me personally the most impactfully. Man. 
Only you, Eddie Guerrero. Alive. <laughs> it was crazy. I and I just lied. Like no, I... that was the, it. Was crazy. That's all it was. Eddie Guerrero. I lied. I'm matter of fact. Like, it just it got so heated to the point where it got their rivalry started. It didn't. Their rivalry didn't even start. You know, during Eddie's heel turn, it started back in like 1997, before we were born, when they were fighting each other under like WCW. WCW. So like, even then, when they were tag team partners, they were glued together. You know, we seen them in Eddie's car, the with the hydraulics. You know, Ray bouncing up and down off the seat. You know, and like Eddie, <laughs> Eddie just sit down a lot, like a little toddler. It's like, right, you know what I'm saying, just and like Ray just like bouncing on the seat. But like, they were cool. You know, this the six one nine frog splash combo. Like people are still, people probably still they do it. Ray still doing that to this day. He's got a son doing it. You know, so it's like when you even looking at them, like they were brothers. It looked like, and even with Los Guerreros, like Ray was always peeking his head in and out. You know, I think that was, or probably that was even after the rivalry. But either way. It was so good to get Ray was pretty much family. Ray was still family. So so watch Eddie just beat up family like that was sad. He beat the brakes off of Ray. Jesus Christ. Y'all seen his mask. For those on right, uh, for those on Wild 110, you probably heard a little bit of it. But yeah, just it's ridiculous. It's it was it was unfair. I feel like that just tugged at the heartstrings a little bit more than Batista and Rey Mysterio, just because. Eddie beat the break. Look, Eddie had Ray's mask half off. He hit him with a, some, it, it, I'm gonna say it's a brain buster. Yeah, you can call it a suplex. It looked like a brain buster. He brain busted that man on that, st- on that steel steps. And then the next week he went out there in that fly suit. Why Eddie, why? That's what y'all wanna know, huh? That's what y'all wanna know. Why Eddie, why? And then he started talking to the mask. You remember that? You did this, Ray. You did this. Come on now. Eddie Guerrero, greatest wrestler of all time. You, you, you remember. You remember. See, not at all that I ever take a notch out of that heel turn. See how he do me? I look at both of them heel turns as great. I look at the Eddie heel turns as more of a personal, deep, just tragic story of two family members just going at it. And I look at Batista's as just, that's his friend, but I feel like that's a heel turn where I look at it like, let's look at how that heel turn started there, but it just grew and sprouted out to other storylines. Not taking away from Eddie. That was great. I can, I can actually, I can, I can give you something. I can, I can, if you could say that. I'll think about taking it. <laughs> you could say that Batista and Rey Mysterio's friendship was pretty much based off Eddie. You know, before Eddie passed, it was Batista and Eddie. And then when Eddie passed, Batista and Ready, Batista and Ready, God, Batista, Batista and Ray were hurt. You know, they were probably our most one of. They were hurt, devastated, and so when you talk about them too, you throw them on a tag team. They were still wearing the "I'm you know I'm your poppy" shirt, legendary, legendary shirt. I remember my brother had it. I used to steal it from him all the time, but. Yeah, that shirt. They, they used to they used to wear that shirt all the time. They was Batista drove Eddie's car one time. You could say you could probably tell that their love, also solely you know, and their bond, in a way, was centered around not centered around, but you know, you could say Eddie was a part of that. Does that make sense? The roots, yeah, the roots connect to yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. Look at that. 
Look at that, people. Oh, 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 think about taking a night. Oh, I gotta decide. I had to see what he was going. At least we did get a confession out of this man, though. Oh no, my, my heel turn is still better. Eddie, Eddie's heel turn is still better. Oh, I was talking about you stealing your brother's shirt. I was stealing my brother's shirt. Oh yeah, I had to steal the shirt. Now, look, I'm your poppy. That is that shirt is legendary. What's a legendary shirt to you? I Cause I'm not walking around with no Austin 316 looking basic. <laughs> See, now you gonna have Aaron come get you for that. Look but, at that, um, think about it, think about it. You are one in like 32 million men with that head of the table shirt. At, what that supposed to, you said 32 men. Is that, would you call that a legendary shirt? I see it every Friday. I see it Monday. I see it everywhere. Is it a legendary shirt? It, it's it's still young though. This is a young shirt. <laughs> Would you consider it legendary? It will be eventually become legendary. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you. I don't think the head of the table. You know what? Head of the table might just be. Because I don't think I thought eat, sleep, conquer, repeat was going to be legendary. It's not like everybody just stopped. Kind of. Like what's what's one like shirt that you always see? Like, what's a legendary? I can't think of nothing. Like besides Austin three sixteen, you got the, the champ is here with the John Cena title the, on the, on the in, in the middle. The, the NWO shirts. NWO Bullet Club. Yeah, you but, know I. Oh, I forgot what game it was. I was playing. I seen it. And I was like, oh shoot, they got the Bullet Club shirt in here. What the heck? Like it's just it was random. It was a fighting game. I can't. Somebody out there probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, somebody out there. Somebody. Yeah, we gotta make a. We gotta make a like a name, a nickname for like the heel turn community. I don't know, because people always got like nice nicknames for their universe, for their community. I don't know. I don't know. We'll think of something. Well, I don't know. I don't want to call everybody heels. Good morning, heels. That's trash. What up, heels? Yeah, see, I ain't trying to do all that. H double ELs. What it be doing? I'm not for that. No, but Devin, is there anything you want to say? Anything you want to say before we close this show out? Really short, so really short show. We squeezed everything in. It was pretty quick. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, look at that efficiency at its best. But um, I won't be too long. I always say that, and I actually mean it. But um, <laughs> it's been the hill turn. Devin Lee Crimes Jr. here. Didn't get too violent, didn't get too gruesome, didn't get too crazy, but we'll say that for another time. Can't be always like that. But I'm gonna hand it back over because I promised to be a man of my word. As you know, I'm gonna hand it back to the man with the with the with the headband. I told you, I hey Izzy, I like that head. And I'm pointing at you when I say that because I want you to know it. I'm not mad. I'm just appreciating your headband. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Devin Lee Crimes Jr. That was one of my more tamer, you know, monologues. One of my one of our more tamer monologues. We all gotta grow up one day. Exactly, exactly. See, there's no news. There's no there's no wrestling news going on to really talk about. Ain't nothing. And all the stuff that we did talk about only lasted a couple seconds. So sad to say we're gonna close the show. We gotta wrap up a little early. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts in the morning. You can catch us on YouTube whenever, wherever. We'll probably be. I got a book. From 2005. I'm gonna, Devin, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna talk to you on the other side. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.
Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the Heel Turn. Want to join in on the conversation? Send in your thoughts, comments, and opinions to the Heel Turn Hotline at 219-230-HEEL to get your text read on the next episode. That's 219-230-HEEL.